0: Goff's three minute story. Is- every four years we have a presidential election. And every four years, Iowa becomes a focal point in the election process. And every four years, for a very brief period, the question on everyone's lips is what's a caucus? And as quickly as it comes, and usually without anyone getting an answer or bothering to look too far into it, that question is as quickly forgotten only to resurface again in four years. Today, we're going to change all that, and I'm going to try to give you everything you need to know before the question becomes moot again. Whereas the rest of the country has primary voting, where you show up, go in a booth, and punch your ticket, Iowans have caucuses that can be loosely defined as a gathering of neighbors, where they gather together at one of over 1,600 precincts to discuss and then select political candidates for local, state, and national positions in a group-like setting. Iowans have been doing this since the 1800s, but have only rose to national prominence since 1972. In 1968, as the Democrat National Convention was held in Chicago, Illinois, to select a candidate, Vietnam War protesters caused eight days of rioting and majorly disrupted the nomination process. Following this, the Democrats sought to spread out primary elections across a little more time. This is where Iowa got its chance. Since Iowa's nomination process is much different than other states, which we will describe shortly, they came to the forefront in 1972 election as the first state to select a presidential candidate for their state. Former Iowan and political guru Jim McAllister is here to talk a little bit about the caucus process.
1: So, I've always been fascinated by the Iowa caucus system. There is just something so democratic about people from all walks of life coming together in a room and in a very physical sense demonstrating their support for one candidate over another. Caucus locations vary around the state from libraries and schools to restaurants and college field houses. In some rural farm communities, citizens even open up their homes to host their community's caucus. You can imagine how each location offers its own issues with logistics, but somehow it tends to run pretty smoothly. The process goes like this. Caucus-goers report to their designated location before the 7 p.m. start time. At that time, Democrats and Republicans have two different ways of caucusing. Democrats move around the room to a specific location in support of their candidate. A candidate must get at least 15% of attendees to achieve viability. Any attendee supporting one of those candidates must then choose another viable candidate by moving to that candidate's spot. The other attendees have the opportunity to persuade them to come to their candidate's location during the half-hour window. It is then left up to a mathematical formula to determine how many delegates each candidate receives from each location. The Republicans' caucus process is much more simplistic. After reporting to their location, they fill out a secret ballot. The candidate with the most votes wins the delegation. Caucuses are a very public demonstration of one's political viewpoints. It is refreshing, though, how respectful and jovial these caucuses tend to be. As demonstrated this year, the system certainly has its issues, but in today's political climate, it serves as a reminder of how we can express different political views and still be civil.
0: It is a fascinating process that is unique in its own right for its 19th century approach in a modern era. And while Iowa became the first in the nation to nominate, candidates did not take it all that seriously for the first election. It wasn't until 1976 when a young, fairly unknown peanut farmer gave Iowa his full attention and received the stamp of approval that ultimately provided the publicity boost that Jimmy Carter would need to ride it all the way to the White House. And after that, the Iowa caucus has become the national frontrunner and a serious competition that candidates could not sleep on. Since 1972, the Democratic candidate who has won the Iowa caucuses has won the nomination 55% of the time, while the Republican candidate has a 43% success rate after winning Iowa. So, as the digital age marches on and our elections become more and more electronic, It's pretty cool that our primaries are still led by a group of people who come together in a church, school, or gymnasium to discuss and decide who to choose to lead our country. 19th century style. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Wirt County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.